Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the episode of Just Say Guay. I'm your host, George Guay. Today I'm joined by Kian Yari, who is a soccer player at Missouri State University. They're nationally ranked. He was named as a 2023 preseason All-American for College Soccer News. Kian, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so what's this all been like? So like I said, you're named a preseason All-American. Great success personally, but your team's also ranked. You had that big win against VCU. NIU coming up next. You're kind of in mid-prep as that's coming up. How's this all going? Yeah, I know it's all going well. I mean, I've been in the college soccer scene for quite a few years now. This is my fifth season, so I'm quite accustomed and used to, you know, how it all works, how how the fall season works. It's all so hectic. So many games crammed into a period of three to four months. And, you know, the goal is to try and be continuing playing by the time December comes. Yeah, and like you said, I know the season really starts in uh, September and August in terms of the games, but, you know, you guys are really prepping and going well before summer starts, which is just yeah. You're from England, and I just want to say congrats on being the first athlete from England to make an appearance on the show. And uh, obviously, you got that EPL experience. Do you have a favorite EPL team or you do it for a team outside of England? Yeah, no, my team is Manchester United, unfortunately. Um, the last decade's been quite rough. If you're a United fan, it's been more a lot of success for the blue side. If you're a Man City fan, it's been good. But I mean, yeah, it's been good. I mean, growing up, United were always the team that everyone hated because they won everything. So it was always nice being a United fan. But, you know, I've sort of tasted the other side of that the last 10 years with all the failures and disappointments that, you know, I've experienced. And waking up at 6.30 sometimes to watch games and not getting results can be frustrating, but that's just part and parcel of being a football fan. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they can turn it around. I mean, it's definitely really exciting when both teams in Manchester are uh, competing yeah. for that championship. I was wondering, because, you know, we experience this problem here. Uh, a lot of people don't like how our baseball owner owns Liverpool at the same time. Uh, oh, yeah. Henry, are you a fan of the Manchester United owner? I know he's from the United States owning Tampa. Um, Do you like honestly, it? Honestly, I've not done a lot of research into the whole situation. I know the majority of the fan base don't like him. Um, I think they have their reasons, financial reasons or whatever. I've never really looked into it that much, but I assume that there's, there's you know, a prominent reason why a lot of people don't like him, but I'm not going to get into the politics of it. Yeah, that's okay. That's not what the show, the <laughs> show is for. But, uh, you know, before we get into you and your soccer, I just wanted, wanted to ask, what's it like watching sports here coming from England? Because I went over to a, an EPL game. I went to see Chelsea play. I was just taken back by just how intense it was. You know, every seat's full. Um, is it a different type of intensity over here watching American sports? I'd say for sure, yeah. I'd say one of the major reasons is, you know, when you go to games here, there's not really a fixed home and away section. You know, people are always mixing together. You know, you see people talking to each other from the other teams. And that's a huge dynamic that's very, very different to England. Obviously, in England, you have your home section and you have that little section in the stadium that's just the away, away fans only away fans are there and I'd say the drinking culture is a lot bigger in England when it comes to games most of the fans are quite intoxicated by the time the game comes around so that probably makes it more intense because you know fights are more likely to happen and stuff like that so I'd say America's more friendly in terms of game experience it is a bit more intense in England 
Yeah, 100% agree with what you just said. It's uh, I think it's something you just got to go over and see to kind of understand it. And I, yeah. didn't, I didn't really understand it until I experienced it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's amazing over there. Uh, yeah, so it is. Let's get into uh, how you ended up at Missouri State. I was wondering, what was your recruiting process like? Uh, what were your options before you came to the United States? And mm -hmm. what you had to go to Missouri State? So I was playing for Burnley, which is at the time, well, they're in the Premier League now. Um, I was at Burnley Academy from age of nine till 18. And the way it works in England is when you get to the age of 18, the club pretty much determines whether they're going to give you a professional contract or not. And they said that I wasn't going to get one. So from there, I was just exploring my options, really. You know, I could have just stayed, stayed in England and played non-league if you if you're familiar with non-league it's like there's like nine ten leagues in England so you can always start at the bottom of the pyramid and try and work your way up so that was an option and I didn't really know what to do I mean it was either that or come to America the coach at Missouri State reached out to me um, and I didn't know anything about college soccer but I got lucky because um, one of my ex-teammates at Burnley happened to be at Missouri State so I sort of reached out to him to ask him, you know, what's it like in America, all this DU1 stuff. Like, I'd never heard of it. And if you ask the average, you know, person walking down the street in England, they'd have no idea what DU1 athletics is. But I think it's definitely becoming more and more prominent. More, more and more guys from England are choosing to come to America, which I think is great. Um, so, yeah, the coach reached out to me and we started texting, video calling, and it got to the stage where I didn't, like, I thought that was just the best option for me at the time. You know, I could either stay in England and play or come to America and get a degree and play. So I thought it was a no-brainer and, you know, I've got no regrets in coming out here. I think it was a really good decision. Yeah, it's definitely been the right decision. So I was just wondering in terms of coming to the United States, you know, obviously you're a very good soccer player, but uh, a lot of players coming over from Europe or anywhere, Asia, South America, they got to adapt to the United States game. Was there ever a moment where you realized, okay, this is a really different type of soccer than uh, over in England? Um, I mean, I guess it depends which college you go to and the philosophy of the coach and stuff. I think it definitely is different to English, English football. Um, I'm not really sure in which ways. It's really tough to describe in which ways it's different. Like the the flow of the games if in college soccer with the with the rules and you know the clock how it just goes down from 90 from 90 and there's no extra time or you know the whole rules with substitutions are so different and that was definitely weird to get used to it at first but I mean I've been here four years now so it'll feel weird to go back to the to the normal rules I think what were the keys to just you know making such a strong impact right with your team because not only was everything new for you with your new team, but, you know, you're adapting to living in America, going to a different type yeah. of college. Uh, just what was the key to making it all work right away? It's a good question, honestly. Um, well, it was tough because it was tough to actually get minutes for first for first reason because the team was already so strong. I'd come into an older team. I was only 18. So I was just happy to, you know, be one of the bench players that was predominantly used and get minutes that way. Um, sorry, can you uh, remind me the question, please? 
Yeah, just what was the key to just making such a big impact in your first year, given that, you know, you're trying to adapt to America, go to a different type of school, yeah. know, friends be on the team. What was the keys to just making that all work? I think just sort of accepting the whole process and being open to it and, you know, wanting to go and make friends and just wanting to accept the American culture. I think some some international students sometimes come here and they're a bit closed off and they don't really want to accept everything for what it is and really commit commit to the university and commit to the you know American lifestyle and I think I came over with the mindset of you know I'm going to make this my home for the next few years and you know I think that really helped me in my first semester. Definitely so obviously the thing that was hard after that was the pandemic year just wondering how you handled that and how hard was it being a student athlete during that because it's not like professional where you know you can be around your team and then go home and kind of hide from everyone out you know you're going yeah. with students all the time an outbreak can happen at any given moment and then maybe an outbreak at another team school where a game could be canceled just yeah what was it like to get through all that and just uh you know get through that year no it was definitely tough especially not playing any competitive games because obviously we were supposed to play in the fall and we didn't play in the fall and then you know we had to wait till the spring to play so it it'd been a long time uh, a year and a half you know a, a gap that COVID caused of us not playing a competitive season so that part of it was definitely tough you know just 18 months of just training and practice you know it can can take a toll on you and you your motivation and and all that because the main thing as an athlete that everyone wants to do is just play games and get minutes and get experience so it was a tough 18 months, but I mean, everyone had to get through it together. Everyone was experiencing the same thing. Well, most people anyway, obviously, if you're pro, then that's different. But in terms of college anyway, you know, you knew other D1 schools were going through the same thing. So you just had to sort of get, uh, put your head down and try and get through the tough moments. Yeah, and that's the only way you really can handle that. And what was it like just working alongside the freshmen? Because, you know, they arrive on campus and, you know, they're trying to figure out how to you know, find their own path and take advice from you. And you're really just trying to figure it out on your own before let yeah. alone help somebody else get through all this. Yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely tough. I, I feel bad for the freshmen that came in during COVID because at least, you know, I had 12 months prior non-COVID, you know, college experience. So they've like, they were a very special group in terms of, I don't think any other class is going to go through what they did in their freshman year. So, I mean, it was tough because obviously you have to deal with your own problems during COVID and then try and help the freshmen, you know, adapt to college because we have freshmen from Spain and from England and, you know, other countries in Europe. So it's it's tough for them adapting to it. But as I said, I think, you know, when you're in a team environment, it's easy to get through it, you know, with your teammates. After that COVID year, you were named an All-American. Yeah. Must have felt great. I know that's probably a bad question, but just how great is it to have that individual success, but also realize that you're having team success as well going on deep postseason runs? Because there are a lot of athletes at other schools like yourself who are all Americans, but you know, their team doesn't play well and they have miserable seasons, but you know, you get to have the, the best of both worlds in that. Yeah, I mean, we've I've been lucky in the sense that since I came in 2019. You know, I think Missouri State have had, like, the best record since 2019 in all of D1 college soccer. So we've definitely been one of the strongest teams. Um, when it comes to post-tournament runs, we've not been 
as good as we'd have liked. I think the COVID year we got to the Sweet 16. But then since then, it's just been, you know, first round defeats, a lot of them to Creighton, unfortunately, who obviously went on a really good one last year. But no, as as you were talking about individual awards, obviously it's always a great accomplishment to receive recognition. You know, I don't think it can be done without the team, you know, um, but receiving that recognition always feels great, you know, for potential professional careers after, hopefully things like that help. Whether they do or not, I don't really care. You know, I just want to win games and play well and, you know, any recognition that comes along with that, great. But I think the main goal is just to play well and win games. Yeah, it's, it's a great mindset. I know your coach would love to hear that and your teammates as well. Yeah, how, how challenging is that in, in the NCAA tournament? Because, you know, so many teams have such strong seasons. But, you know, I noticed this that I went to Providence College and they've gone on some postseason runs too. And it seems like, you know, it doesn't really matter how great the regular season is. I know that's in all sports, but if you can get the game to penalty kicks, it's at really anyone's game. You know, if you yeah. pack the box on defense and you know have a hot goalie that night, the best team in the country that could run through the whole season. I mean, it could end quickly like that. Yeah, I know. That's the, the and that's the exciting part about you know the national tournament. You know, the, the number one seed can face the worst team in 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 the bracket and you know it's a game of 90 minutes and anything can happen and I think that's what makes it so exciting obviously for us in the last two years we've tasted you know the worst side of that but hopefully this year you know we'll get some luck and you know hopefully we can make a run I mean that's the long-term plan definitely that's the goal you should reach for just wondering you know you're an older player on the team now uh, I know you've definitely been at this school a while you know, what do you like about this team specifically that is different from the others you've been on? And just knowing that uh, I know everyone in the locker room is a leader, but more specifically this season, you're definitely up there in the leaders in terms of experience. Uh, what do you like about this team? I think there's there's a special winning mentality about Missouri State. I think, as I said, since I came in 2019, we've had the best best record in the nation. There's just always a feeling that you know, if we go down a goal or if we go down two goals, then like we never really lose that that spirit. And, you know, we can sort of look each other in the eyes and know that, you know, we can get one goal and then regroup and then get another goal. So we never really, you know, the 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 motivation and spirit's always high no matter the result, no matter if we're performing badly, you know, I think there's good team chemistry and you know, players can rely on each other, players trust each other, we're all close. Outside of the team, you know, we all pretty much live in the same apartment complex. So we're always hanging out with with each other before practice, after practice at night. So I think the um, you know having close friends on the team definitely is is a huge thing here. All right, so you got NIU coming up, their team that just joined the conference. Um, how important is it just to get these conference wins? Obviously, you want to get a good seating for the NCAA tournament, but obviously before then you want to get a good seating for the conference tournament. This could be a team you face again in the conference tournament. How important is this game? It's always important. I mean, any any conference game is is a huge three points. Um, you know, the last the last four years we've we've uh, finished the regular season with the number one seed, so that always helps going into the conference tournament. So we take the conference. Just important as non-conference, you know, every game's a cup final, 90 minutes. You have to 
give it your all team effort to win. So it'll be huge to, to start the conference slate with the with a road win at an IU. Definitely a big game. Keon, thank you so much for coming on the show. Wish you the best of luck. With thank you. Game. Thank you very much. All right, have a good one. Appreciate it. See you soon.